0: What's going on, guys and gals? Welcome to episode sixty-two of the WorkPrints Gamescast, brought to you by theworkprint.com. As always, I'm your host Rob, and I'm being joined by my lovely co-host bala What's up, Blaw? I feel lovely. That was yeah, the, I lovely, the man. nice. I, I feel yeah. like that was the nice
1: nicest intro I've gotten <laughs> in quite some. Well, actually, I get a nice one every one but this was the loveliest one. So makes me quite happy i am i'm tired man i don't know yeah, about me, you.
0: Too, me too i feel bad right because i'm like trying to get the energy so that this podcast isn't a drag and i am excited to do the podcast i'm always excited yeah. to do the podcast it's just been a long week i mean i was talking to you about it earlier but i had a, a bunch of friends in town this past weekend they showed up thursday night friday night and they left Sunday like around lunchtime, so it was only a couple of days but we I mean packed those few days that we were here with um you know hanging out hanging out by the pool having some drinks <laughs> uh going out to dinner we, we watched Black Widow here and then playing some board games and like every night up way too late which is normal for me except. When I stay up late, I can kind of make up some of that sleep the next day, right? And I either sleep in if I don't have to take my kids to school or to camp or anything, or I take them, I come back, I take a little nap, but <laughs> I had guests. And so I would, was waking up at like eight o'clock, which sure, it doesn't seem that early, but when you go to bed at like three four, right? Eight o'clock is way too early. Yeah. But, and so- Plus, there's kids in me. the house, weren't there? So yes, they they yep. don't have
1: a they don't have any self respect for sleeping in.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, so it's my two kids were here. And then we had my brother's two kids who are eight and five. We have my one buddy's kid who's four, about to be five, and then a two year old, my other buddy's uh, daughter. So the house was packed. I mean, packed, packed. And so it was just nonstop. And look, I would do it all again this weekend if I could, honestly. It's one of those things where we enjoy, my wife and I enjoy hosting. We expect people here pretty much every weekend during the summer. It's kind of why we bought the place that we did. But it's also draining, right? Like.
1: You look forward to it, and then yeah. it happens, and you're just like, "Why did we do this?" Uh, <laughs> I so I think July 24th was like an open Saturday, and I went to my wife. I was like, "What if we had people over and we grilled?" mind you my wife will probably be like 35 weeks <laughs> pregnant at this point uh we grilled and we just had like one last hurrah with us before the baby comes you know it's like board games hang out with friends and then uh we quickly and i was like yeah this sounds like a great idea and then i'm like i'm the one that's gonna be cleaning um yeah the entire apartment because like she clearly can't, and uh, she shouldn't either. And I'm like, I'm like, this is the plan that I'm making, and this is the sacrifice that I will take on myself in order to do this. But, uh, yeah, no, it's like, it, it's fun, it's great to see people again after so long. Um, but yeah, with age, right, that's the
0: other part to this, right? Is yeah, we haven't been able to hang out at, as a group like this. Um, in about a year and a half. Actually, that's not completely true. About a month ago, the first time we actually did get to hang out in person again was for my buddy Dave's wedding that we were all in. But even that was one of those things where we basically got to hang out for a, a few hours at the rehearsal and rehearsal dinner. And then the next day, we got to hang out while we were getting ready. But it's also, we're doing stuff, you know, and it's a little bit chaotic. So this was the first time we got to just hang out chill you know uh hang out by the pool and 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 actually catch up and be together for an extended period of time in you know two years at this point yeah so and actually probably longer than that
1: (laughs) for yeah it's 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 nice to just like do it outside of an event because you get because it's like when when it's a wedding when it's like uh, a birthday or something sometimes it just feels like you know there's a lot going around on the outside, but when you guys can just like sit there and just like there's nowhere to go, nowhere to be besides being in that moment, it's it's just it's just the most fun. Uh, yeah, one of my yeah. friends was in uh-huh, uh, so. town from l a last night. Plans got delayed. It, we didn't get into the city until like ten forty five to go see him uh, to my buddy's place. and uh we sat there for like two and a half hours and we like we didn't do anything we just had this table that seats four and all four of us just sat there and talked it was great it, it felt so nice uh just to catch up after so long uh and then yesterday was our first return to office for work so it was the first time i saw some of my coworkers is, in
0: yeah how was that was it weird
1: uh, it so I think a lot of people have a negative reaction already uh, of just being like, why do we need to go back into the office? And I'm one of those people because uh, I did my job quite well and so did my team uh, working remote. like We don't see a point of being in the office. And so it's more of a political thing to keep like up, the executives happy to uh, come in at least. So our return is two days a week and the rest is remote. So we yeah. did Monday, Tuesday this week and I think next week and the weeks after we're just switching to Thursday, Thursday, uh, Tuesday, Thursday and wow being back in the office is bullshit it is <laughs> i i got less work done being in office than i actually did at home and like you lo- it, it, you lose all sense of comfort like immediately it, it, it's strange everyone's co- uh, like everyone's like um everyone's talking getting catching up but there's also like a laziness that just comes with the office environment that is just like you're just there so it it, it accounts for something (laughs) like while you're remote working remote you're like well i gotta make sure i get all this done because people are going to question it but if you're in office no one's going to question what you're doing with your time as long as you're in the building and things uh, most things are getting done um yeah i mean at some point at some
0: point people are there just to justify the fact they have this office space right And,
1: and and that's exactly what it felt like because they made such a big deal about it and we went in and everyone on my team was just like where is everybody it, it only feels like 35 percent of the people there they want us to coming in to collaborate but i didn't I haven't talked to anybody about work stuff uh out, outside of webex meetings or things like that uh it, it was completely strange and everyone everyone's just like i can't wait to go back to working from home uh tomorrow so uh yeah i i, I I think there's going to be a radical shift in a few months when I think they try to get more and more people back in. Because I, I don't think people are going to take it when uh, after 18 months of working remote.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I wonder. A part of me also thinks that at some point it's going to feel more and more normal. And then it won't be such a jarring experience. People just get used to it and fall back into the routine. Part of me also wonders, however, if businesses see a decline in productivity, right? I mean, you mentioned it that you got a lot more done when you were working from home, or yeah. at least felt like you had to get a lot more done yeah and if companies see that then the day you know productivity is is what matters for a lot of them, and they might switch back or remain at a hybrid model, and maybe we don't go fully back yeah it, i like I said, it's different for me because I've yeah. been. Even though I do do a lot of work from home, writing briefs and stuff like that, but yeah. I've been going to courts for almost this entire time. So
1: yeah, and there, and there's there certain things that like certain occupations that that won't change. Like it, you gotta be there for that. Like I, I'm in IT, and like I work all all the people I work with are international. They're around the globe, Europe, Asia, oh, okay, yeah, South America. Mm-hmm. So it, for me, it's like. I can jump on a call from my desk. I could jump on it from the bathroom or by the poolside. Like, I'll still get that work done no <laughs> matter where yeah. I am um, at the end of the day. Uh, it, it was weird seeing some people with, like, longer hair or with the weight gain. Like, that was interesting. <laughs> um, uh, we ran into a really awkward situation where the person next to me uh, at, like, our cubicle dustings was in the meeting at the same time I was. And, like, we actually had to control our volume. You know, after just sitting in your own office space for so long, you can just like blare out how loud you want, just talk as yeah. loud. Well. and then now you just have to be conscious of that. Um, it was it was really interesting. I had uh, somebody like y- yesterday. We had like they did something out on the patio at work, or was just like, oh, it's like a come get some ice cream, uh, like meet up with a. Uh... Oh, folks, uh, for the return to office, and I was in a meeting and I had headphones in, and the guy was like screaming at me. He's like, "There's ice cream outside!" I'm like, "I'm in a meeting." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so I we, mean, at least
0: you got at least you got ice cream, right? Did you go out and get some? No, I didn't. Because by the time my oh, meeting's were over, I
1: missed ice cream. So, <laughs> it was
0: shit out of luck. I'm sorry. Listen, yes, yeah. it would have fallen on the ground anyway. All yeah. right, enough about work. Let's talk about play and what we've been playing lately. I'm going to go ahead and go first because I don't have a lot to talk about this week. The first thing I do want to talk about though, and I mentioned it last week, is uh, Gang Beast. So Gang Beast recently appeared, I think it was the first week of July, so last week at the time I was recording. It might have actually been July 1st. Gang Beast came out on Game Pass. And so uh, all my buddies, we downloaded it and stuff like that. I continue to have so much silly fun. like. I have yet to play this game where I'm not laughing almost the entire time at just how ridiculous it is. And it's great because even though it is, you know, competitive in, in a sense, nobody actually cares. Nobody is like, you know, getting overly serious or getting frustrated if they're losing and not winning any rounds. Is there I actual don't skill care to care
1: Gang Beasts?
0: I mean, there is, there is some, there's definitely some like randomness on when you actually get knocked out. But as far as, like, picking people up and tossing them, uh, I have seen our group actually get better at that. But we've gotten better together, which is nice. Yeah. And so, but also, I really do believe that somebody can come in, play, like, three rounds, and then have the hang of it and be on the same level that we are at.
1: Yeah, yeah I don't know if you ever played it, but back on the Super Nintendo um, Sega Genesis era, there was, like, the WWF Super Rumble, uh, uh, Royal Rumble game and like that's what gang beast always reminds me of is just like you and your friends and amount of like wrestlers just piling in and just like trying to get them out of the ring as much as possible um and it just like it harkens back to that era of
0: gaming for me and i'm just like ooh, this would I'm be fun you, with my cousins i'm telling you man you should download it you should play it i mean come play with us and then learn how to actually play and then you play with your cousins just destroy them <laughs>
1: that um, that would that would be the plan yeah it's it's just been i honestly played more board games this past week than i actually did uh video games and it was like it's been a really weird busy i mean yeah no time,
0: a, a hundred percent a hundred percent a hundred percent i i've played a decent amount of board games actually this past week and i don't know if i have played more board games than video games but i haven't played that much this week as far as video games mm-hmm. are concerned, which is why I said yeah, I would go first because it's it's gonna be quick. I mean I'm still yeah, playing hey, hey, this
1: is gonna be a fast
0: podcast. Yeah, I feel like it is for sure. <laughs> yeah. Even though we're a little energy, but we're at least I should say we're a little tired before we started. I do think it's gonna go by quick. Uh the other thing I've been playing is I got back to playing It Takes Two with my son. Um I think we're nearing <laughs> the end of that game. It's a long game. We're At the part where we are collecting the torn up pieces of the page, I don't want to like, I don't want to spoil things. Mm,
1: Okay, you might be further than me now. I need to get back with my divorce buddy and (laughs) start playing this game again.
0: (laughs) And yeah, you know, this game is long. Like, I feel like some of the levels, even though I'm having fun, I do feel like some of the levels overstay their welcome just a bit, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, and there's many times where i feel like i'm close to the end of that particular section just to be greeted by another quarter or so of that level i want to reserve judgment and you know what i i think part of the problem with this game as well is i wasn't expecting it to be quite as long as it is i know you had told me that it's longer than you would have thought yeah but this is even longer than i thought based on you telling me that it was longer than you thought you know what i mean and so uh, I think that is, is what's making it feel like I just want to get to the end of this. Also, it's hard for me to get my son, as much as he loves me, uh, yeah. to get my son to come and play with me for, you know, more than an hour or so. Just because it's the summer and he wants to play with his friends and talk with his friends. And wow. I, you know, which I, I totally understand. But. <laughs> They're already stabbing you in the back that fa- that early. They don't want anything to do
1: with you. <laughs> can, can, can it get no, it's fine.
0: I mean, no, it's, it's not a big deal. It's I told him I
1: loved one. him and he didn't even turn around. <laughs>
0: um, and then besides that, uh, the only other game I want to talk about is, of course, I continue to play Smite. Normally, I wouldn't even mention it on the podcast because... If I'm ever talking about what games I'm playing, you can assume that at some point in the past week, I've played at least a match or two or Smite. The new update came out today, and we talked about this a few episodes ago, where the season pass for Smite right now is a Stranger Things one. Well, we've already talked about that. Besides that season pass coming along, they've also made some changes to the game. The biggest one being that there are no more boots. You actually progressively get movement speed over the course of the first six, your first six levels as you're leveling up. Okay, Which might not sound like a big deal to people who don't play MOBAs, but it's kind of a big deal when you consider that every other MOBA has boots. And the truth is, it means that people are gonna come out with, and be able to build more damage earlier on right or more crit? i mean they're just going to be more powerful earlier on if they don't have to sacrifice anything for that uh additional mobility I it makes like, a ton of sense yeah i, I feel
1: like uh one of the other mmos have not MMOs, mobos uh MOBOS have done
0: this as well and i can't remember which one it was I mean, listen, it makes a ton of sense. The reality is that at some point, depending on what game mode you're playing, at some point, boots are just glorified starter items. You get late enough into a game and you're selling those boots in order to get a better item. Now, Smite had already introduced an elixir that you could buy that gave you permanent mobility. So you would late game, sell your Mm -hmm. boots, buy this potion, take it, and then build another item. And now that's not necessary because you're just getting the mobility as you move along and the boots aren't there. I think it's a a great change. I think it makes a ton of sense. I think it's kind of silly to have boots as an item because what ends up happening is every single build has boots in it, right? Right. I mean, how many times have you played League of Legends and didn't build boots as one of your first two, three items?
1: So, one annoying thing is, like, there's always someone playing the support role, and I tend to play support. And so, everyone wants you to get, like, scaled up, tanky as fast as possible, but you also need to buy, like, the boots. Uh, I think one thing I liked that League did was your gold item ended up becoming your, like, warding item. So, it gives you sight in, like, the fog of war on the map, which was, like, a fantastic change because that was one less item you had to buy. So, I think for players if there's if you can start building either tanky or uh as as a bruiser or even just pure dps a bit faster it it helps change up the pace of the game like it takes away from like like you said like that beginning just like grind session just trying to kill the creeps and just trading back and forth in lane
0: yeah and it's also one of those things where like not only were boots in every build but every character basically had boots that went with them and people weren't experimenting for the most part with other boots. And you know, when people were (laughs) experimenting with other boots, it's usually your tank character, your guardian, in the case of smite, not buying the tank boots and buying some damage boots and then causing you guys to lose early on because they weren't building properly. And so I'm glad for one that, Boots are out. Uh, it's still a bit too early. I only played maybe three or four matches today, and the update did come out today. So we'll see if this actually ends up being a super meaningful impact. I think for the most part, it's really just a uh, quality of life change, honestly, and makes the beginning much more fun when you can get these other items much earlier. And so that's all I've been playing. Like I said, not a whole lot. Uh, what have you been playing? Um,
1: so I, on the other hand, am looking for boots in Destiny Two Beyond Light because I need to upgrade my gear. Um, so last right, hold week... on,
0: real quick, I just want to go ahead. You can you can talk and then when yeah. I find it, it.
1: Yeah, I know exactly what you're looking for. So last week, uh, Bungie set a date for their next uh, for details about their next expansion. I think it's like October twenty, no, no August twenty fourth. Uh, they'll be talking about. Um, the witch queen's curse i forget exactly what they're calling it but um you know it's a pretty big lore expansion for the game and it's one i'm actually really excited for but the problem is i never finished beyond light's main campaign and then i know we talked about in weeks uh, previously that when you go back to destiny you get like 20 pop-up screens you have all these new quests in your thing yeah that's a
0: mess
1: so it turned out so i was like okay I know this is the Beyond Light campaign. Uh, I had, like, five steps left. And I was like, okay, let me just see if I can figure this out. My problem was my light level, uh, which is kind of your power level in this game, was a bit low. And I didn't want to grind, like, Crucible or uh, Strikes or um, Gambit mode to just get some gear and level up faster. I was like, I've done this. I've done this so many times. But, like, I just want to play the campaign, get the story, and just be ready but i do know i have to eventually do all that to keep my light level up in time for this expansion next year yeah so i i went in and like within an hour i realized i finished that campaign and i was like oh that that was it and then i unlocked like the post-game um missions and i stopped right there so it it was a small time with it but it was fun i forgot how much fun destiny feels to play uh so
0: real quick yeah wednesday july 7th at 211 p.m. Bilal. Do you want to play Destiny 2 again for the campaign? Me responding immediately at 211 yeah. p.m. There, there was no pause. F no. Why? <laughs> and so
1: Yeah. I mean, they got I'm a, a baby out pass. of you after that. <laughs> I mean later,
0: later. So I basically said that if you figure out how to actually Get around in that game and act, and have a game plan set down. Yeah. I'll go, I'll play. I'm just not figuring out all the menus and the order to take these missions or even what mission I'm on and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I know that I beat the campaign. I must have beat the first. Uh, the base game? I beat the base game. I must have beat the first two releases. What was the first one? Something about wolves? Was
1: House that of Destiny Wolves? 2? No, that was
0: uh, Destiny one. I
1: and mean, now you're getting me confused with Destiny Two expansions. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I definitely shat- played like for Shadow Keep def- and Beyond Light, uh yeah. I don't oh, I um, haven't done Beyond Light, what's, but i was a ribbon one?
0: I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I said if you figure all that stuff out, you want me to hop in and play with you, I'll hop Forsaken. in. and I'll, and I'll play with you. Yeah, I did Forsaken. Okay. okay. I did Forsaken. Yeah. Forsaken and was a so- good time. But you said you had a good time, you were having fun. I had a good time. And do you think you figured everything out? Like everything that's going on at the tower or whatever it's called, you think you figured all that stuff out? Yeah,
1: like it took some time, I, I figured it out. But the problem is there's now, and this is an issue I ran into with Forsaken or I stopped playing when Forsaken came out and my cousin got into it and he's like, oh, this game's great, there's so much to do. I came back in and he's like, well, you have all these exotic quests to get all these exotic weapons, so you should work on that. And, there, and that's what I have again. I have all these exotic quests or all these weapons <laughs> that, like, I can do in no, whatever order I want or not. Um, but it's fun to play through. It's fun to do. Like, as long as I don't have to grind, like, Crucible, I'm happy. Because that's more fun to do with friends. Uh, like, I just yeah. want to get my power level up and raid because um, I enjoy the raids. I just enjoy, like, I like figuring it out with a new group or teaching it to a new group. And then I enjoy just, like, every week just jumping in, just talking, just catching up with people and um playing through it like, even yeah, a, i mean lock, like, like, I like said, a my... master raid difficulty which is like kind of cool it's like a even h- harder version for if you're looking for an additional challenge um i just hate I mean, my, the... listen,
0: my complaint with destiny has never been the actual gameplay of destiny mm-hmm. yeah i just found it after returning to it what some two three however many years it's been since i last played that game Returning to it and just having no clue what to do and being greeted with so many menus and just so much going on Because it it feels like I feel like I feel like it just needs I need it more of I need an option to just have a checklist for returning players Yes of hey, this is where you left off This is kind of what you have next on your Adventure (laughs) if you want to go continue going through the stuff we've added exactly and it was for me
1: when it what Bungie tends to do is they make these changes in like a big expansion they either it's either great or either sucks and if it sucks then they revert it and they make further changes and so you come back and you're like here's this change but now it's this now it's that and like what is this artifact? What do I, what am I supposed to do with this? And it's it, just that they're confused. Uh, they have like milestones, like weekly milestones, kind of like you know what Fortnite has with challenges. You can do those as well. I, I'm not sure what it unlocks, but maybe something cool and cosmetic. Um, yeah. So there's a lot going on there, just a lot to do. But I, so I think it's a nice thing to just pick up and play, uh, occasionally. So I will right, try to drag I'll you back. Yeah, I'll try to drag, I'll drag you back into it. that. Um, and outside of that, I, it, it just kind of ties into one of the other things I was working on PC building and just the nature of PCs. When I played destiny two, uh, I put it on my OLED monitor and it ran really bad. Like it, and I couldn't figure out what was going on. And it wasn't until, uh, digging into, uh some random forums looking for a solution that it turns out in the nvidia's geforce experience when you choose a resolution on the very top it shows it to you for a tv as uh let's see if you get this to pop up really quick so it shows up as ultra hd hd sd and then at the bottom it, it popped up as like monitor and I was so confused at why it was doing that, <laughs> and it, uh, but once I switched the well, the output, should work at the the TV worked perfectly with the game, and I was just like, "This is so annoying! Like, why do I have to jump through these gimmicks? So I can't just be like I plug in this TV oh, through with an HDMI and it just figures it out?" Um, and this is why the, I will always play console. I, I agree like with this. I agree with you, and so. Yesterday, before I went into the city to meet my friend, my my buddy that lives close by was building his first gaming PC, and his wife was chronicling it on her Instagram story. Um, and I, like, I was I was a bit upset because I was like I helped guide him through some of the early purchases, like what he needed and whatnot. And I was like, just tell me when you build it so I can come. And so like two days ago, the story starts. Yesterday, he's struggling, something's not working, and I like texted him and I'm like, hey how's the pc building he's like he's like i don't know man he's like the, the water cooler won't turn on And i'm like i'm like okay i'll come over tomorrow before we go into the city we'll figure it out so i go over and we're sitting there for three hours i'm like going through it how he set up everything trying to make sure it works and at the end of the three hour mark turns out the little power cable that goes into the water cooler was put in upside down and that's <laughs> all it was at the end of the day that's all it was because it was like one had four pins on the top that it had three and it was just and it like on uh, NCXT's, uh, I think it was their like X53 Kraken water cooler. Uh, they were like, make sure it, it goes in this way because people can force it the other way and it won't turn on. And so we yeah. took it out, put it back in and turned it on and the water cooler came out and he was like, yes. <laughs> like I've never seen him so happy in his life. <laughs> And yeah. uh it was just like I was just like I was like welcome to uh the world of PCs man it's like if it's not this it's going to be something else down the road uh so he's like he's excited he's ready to play Warzone he's been playing Warzone on an original Xbox 1 console mm-hmm. and he's and he's like I play with some friends and they're like we're you jump out of the plane in the beginning and they're like oh ping where the enemies are at he's like the map hasn't even loaded for me, not even the enemies haven't loaded for me. Um, it's just a bad experience all around. So he's excited to just j- jump in on PC uh, and start playing. Uh, I feel like I'm going to get m- many texts from him over the next couple of days asking um, about uh, just certain uh, knickknacks about how PCs work or uh, how to get things set up. Um, and then, other than that, I'd started a Plague Tale Innocence since they got that 4K HDR update. How I think the far best. into it. Right. I think I just got the chapter three. I uh, played like an hour and a half. Um, I, I'm really liking it. Like the voice acting, um, the characters, just the world of it. It it has like this. I don't. Know, I don't know if there's like a fantasy element to it with the plague or not. But there's like there's something there that is really cool. Um, also, it kind of feels like The Last of Us if you just took out the terrible gunplay. So. a better last of us hey hey, i didn't say it this time it wasn't me
0: i didn't say anything (laughs) but
1: you know you felt it you're just like (laughs) yeah so uh, yeah
0: i'm I'm gonna have to give this game a shot then
1: (laughs) yeah i'm really excited to play it it, it's it's very stealth related so just imagine like the last of us encounters but you need to get through areas with stealth you don't have a gun you do have like a sling that you can use in certain encounters um, which is fine because I think it makes sense since your character is a child. Uh, yeah. You know, you don't expect them to be grabbing guns and blowing people away, especially in this time era. So uh, I'm I'm liking it. It seems it's like from what I've seen on how long to be, It's like a 10 hour experience. I throw like a couple, maybe like ha- find a half hour here and there. I could probably blow through it uh, fairly quick. Um, but yeah, it's definitely something I want to stick with and check out.
0: Yeah, no, I want to give the game a shot. I'm working through a couple. Uh, games on my back catalog right now. I don't. I didn't want to bring them up during what we've been playing because I'd rather just wait until I I beat them and then and then talk about them. But that is one that is on the list, and I'll, I will get to hopefully before this summer's out. Okay. And especially since they've announced the sequel, and so I'm yeah. excited for that. It's it's a my beautiful only problem. Game. Yeah, my only problem though is that I'm not. I don't love stealth games. I mm-hmm. usually like stealth games that give you the option to to go loud if if you mess up. Mm -hmm. And when I play those type of games, for example, like Dishonored and Dishonored 2, I do try to stay stealth for as long as I possibly can. And then, but once things, you know, mess up, then it's not the end of the world, right? You can still recover. And those are the type of stealth games I typically like. So Mm -hmm. a game like this that is mostly pure stealth, right? Yeah. At 10 hours, is uh, it's it's a lot. Know. We'll see. Yeah, for yeah. sure.
1: We'll uh, I I I'm more in it for the story. Uh, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Nowadays. So that's it's what really I think would story. drive. Yeah. So that's yeah. what
0: I think would drive me forward, because if the story is engaging enough, and I really like the style of the game, mm-hmm. and uh, just how it looks visually, and so, like I said, I haven't played it. Yet. I've just watched uh, a little bit of. I think it was Giant Bomb's quick look, uh, whenever that game came out. I had started to watch a little bit and then I stopped. I was like, you know what? I want to give this a shot. So if the story is good, if the upgrade is looks as good as you say it does, and if the sound design is good, because it, it's like you know, it's so weird, but sound design will get me in a game for a while if it's done really, really well. And yeah. so we'll see how long I give that. And yeah,
1: and it's on Game Pass and uh, PlayStation. Yeah, that's Plus the other thing. Month, and so it's, it's like you, if you've got
0: either one, you can just grab right. that
1: and get a nice free upgrade. There yeah, there's it. no, it, yeah, there's no reason it, for me
0: not to. And if I don't, if it doesn't click with me, I don't feel bad about it.
1: Yeah, other than that, it's been a quiet week. Like like we said, we've been busy with family, and I I'm actually excited for just to play video games again this week. Just find yeah, me time. too, um, me too. There's
0: also not a ton of huge releases. I mean, there wasn't a huge release this past week, right? And then we don't have another one till. And what's the next <laughs> big release?
1: Um, I I'm just imagining like someone at Nintendo sitting in the background listening like Skyward Sword, Skyward Sword.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I said, what's the next big release? That. Um,
1: so there okay. was what I did dabble, well, did want to dabble with was that trial version of Monster Hunter Stories 2, because I heard it's a re- it's a better Pokemon. Um, mm-hmm. So there's like a PC um, demo of uh, that carry that carries the save over into the full game if you decide
0: uh, on is Switch the, and PC. Is the we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and, and get into news right now, but while yeah. we're doing that, can you look up is the Ascent this month or is it next month? Do you it's remember? This time your head? It's, it's this a, month.
1: It's July 29th, and it the preload is available. I think it was around like. 18 gigs on. Okay, Xbox. so that's
0: the. I think that's the next game I'm excited yeah. for. I think
1: that's outside of Zelda, which I'll be picking up this Friday. Uh, there's Death's Door, which I'm really looking forward to. Which is that indie oh yeah, game, replay as a crow. Yeah, um, that looks the, really
0: good. That's actually getting a lot of hype. There's yeah, a lot of people talking about how much there that are already playing it. Uh, uh,
1: there's Microsoft Flight Simulator coming up to the Series X and Series S, uh, but that's not. My cup of tea so yeah, like will, yeah. Uh, pick that
0: yeah I might up. I might download it and try yeah. it but i'm I'm not gonna spend a significant yeah. amount of time
1: neo the world ends with you I'm curious on what the reviews say here uh yeah I might just wait on a sale I like that first one a lot but time's limited I got plus I got a little over a month <laughs> before baby and so right uh then great ace attorney chronicles on the 27th and oh got, yes yes yes
0: I I will be playing that. that that is
1: ps4 switch and pc um
0: i'm probably gonna switch i think switch is probably
1: the yeah that sounds
0: like the best area to play that honestly it's also the easiest for me if i'm gonna stream is to just have it on the switch i've got a dock in here already set up and so i can just pop that thing down and get right to work can i just tell you that since last week's podcast i've talked with so many people
1: about that oled switch and same exact reaction they're just like what Oh, who is this for? I mean, like Even, I, even yeah. people that are waiting to buy a Switch don't want it because they're like, there's going to be a better one coming out like right after. So Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean,
0: I don't know. You would assume so, but also it's Nintendo, so you never know. Anyway, let's stop talking about last week's news. Let's get into this week's news. Our first story that we have up is Dark Souls 3 update. boost sun praising 60 frames per second on Xbox. So the FPS boost update is now available for Xbox Series X and Series S, which brings Dark Souls 3 to 60 frames per second. This is something, yeah. So right here in the article, I remember seeing this on Twitter. The uh, Jason Donald, director of product management at Xbox, wrote on Twitter that this particular FPS boost update required a brand new technique unique to Dark Souls 3 to enable 60 frames per second on Xbox Series X and S. And I believe he said that they worked closely with uh, From Software to actually get this up and running. Oh, yeah, here it is. I don't have to try to remember. Huge thank you to our partners at From Software and Bandai Namco for their partnership and support. So, this is uh, very cool. I mean, the entire backwards compatibility program over on Xbox with the auto HDR and the FPS boost continues to be fantastic right it just continues to
1: yes surprise me
0: and and go ahead
1: i I was gonna say this is more of a win for microsoft in my book than it is for from software and bandai namco and i say this because the ps4 on the ps4 pro dark souls 3 got a 60 fps boost it got a 4k update uh, I think there's 60 FPS there was a little bit sporadic, and it's better on the PS5. It's like locked there, but that update never came out on the Xbox One for the seri- for the One X. There was so Dark Souls 3 right now is 900p 60 FPS, uh, and it's locked to 900p. I think like it would have been nice to see a bit of a resolution boost come from Bandai Namco. Like if you had those assets, why not? Push that out as well as part of this, and that, I think that would have been nice to see. But I'm glad at least they're 60 FPS at the end of the day because this game really needed it.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think I, <laughs> I think uh, from Software has maybe a couple other games that we'd like to see uh, 60 frames per second mode in. But <laughs> it is good to see it here, and I will say that I like that Microsoft is willing to go out of their way, you know, they mentioned requiring a brand new technique, going out of their way and working with their partners in order to get these results on big titles, right? The The games that we want to see this stuff coming to, and granted, it'd be great if it came to all games, you know, but um, it would be at the very least to get this on a title as big as dark souls 3 and on titles where 60 frames per second is a huge enhancement um and that people are asking for like the fact that they're going out of their way and doing the work is very cool to see
1: yeah and like i wonder if i know they say this technique is unique to dark souls 3 but i imagined you you don't make a one-off solution on- Unless Microsoft's very generous in this case. They might have another use case for this down the road. Yeah, exactly. A right. games. So, right. um, yeah, I'm curious to see what this unlocks when we hear
0: more from Microsoft on FPS Boost. Okay. Speaking of Microsoft, Sony shows off new Deathloop gameplay at State of Play. And, of course, that is Microsoft Game Studios' Deathloop. Or... I guess technically Bethesda is still its own, pub- Bethesda Game Studios is still its own publishing. It's like ZeniMax yeah. is still its own publishing, right? And it's got its own label still, but it is Xbox's Bethesda Game Studios. I, I, I think we'll see a Microsoft logo somewhere at the beginning of this. Watch. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but did you watch any of uh, Sony's State of Play? I mean, we're not going to talk about the whole thing, but did you watch any of that when it went up? i missed all of it and then okay. i went and i was excited for the
1: death loop stuff and i saw there's a lost judgment trailer as well but it was weird because it happened and then no one really talked about it on twitter later that day. i mean
0: it was it was fine yeah. yeah i watched it as it was happening it was fine the games that they showed off were cool but and they we talked about this last week they had set the expectations and they set them properly right and said look yeah, we're showing the nine minutes of Deathloop and we're going to have some third party and indie titles. But there's not going to be the big first party stuff, which is fine. Um, that being said, I, 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 the nine minutes of Deathloop that they showed is was very cool. I am already really excited for this game. I'm still on the fence on whether I'm going to get it day one or just wait until a year later when it comes to. Microsoft and just have it as part of Game Pass. This very much reminds me of
1: Dishonored. If I had to, uh, and I
0: love, so that's the thing. It very much reminds me of Dishonored. It seems like the next evolution in uh, that style of game. And it, it makes sense that it's coming from Arcane. And because I love Dishonored so much, I do think that more than likely I will be picking this up, you know, day one or close to day one and giving this a play. I honestly don't need to see any more. Even though those nine minutes of gameplay that they showed off was cool, it, it didn't uh, push me over the edge either way. I was already excited for this. Yeah. And it's also one of those things where, and granted, not everybody listens to, you know, five different video game podcasts a week or reads all these different articles. But the stuff they were showing off, people had already gone to like a preview of that or, you know, event being like an online session or whatever. And... They had already come back and talked about this. We got a little bit of preview from outlets uh, about a month ago or so, and it was basically all of this stuff. And so nothing they showed me was new information to me. That being said, I am still excited uh, about this game.
1: I can't tell if they're purposely moving very slowly in this or if that's just a general movement. Cause it feels like, like I'm watching this video and it looks like the character you play has like a weight to him like a very serious weight um
0: i always yeah yeah but i'm always kind of wary of yeah i'm always kind of wary of first person games uh in the style of like dishonored and and bioshock and how it's actually going to feel and control right yeah Uh, I'll reserve judgment until I actually play it, but there were parts of it that I saw, and even in, granted this is the first real, what feels like the first real gameplay trailer that we've seen, everything else kind of felt like a stylized um, trailer, and so there were parts of it though that you did see them kind of snapping to the enemies and stuff like that, so I mean I'm I'm excited, I'm optimistic for it
1: It, It's cool because there's like a lot of eh, verticality Uh, to this and there's you know it has like that dishonored blink uh, system and you just get around in so many different ways it seems Um, like you use the environment in many different ways to get past enemies, the abilities it honestly feels like this might be like a secret dishonored (laughs) 3 like in, in spirit
0: yeah um I mean, I hope so, honestly. If it's just that with just a different progression loop, I'm all for it. And you know what? While we're talking about Arcane, let's stick with Bethesda and go to our next story, which is actually the announcement that Ghostwire Tokyo has been delayed and is now coming in early 2022. Now, we didn't have a set release date, right? Just that it was expected to be this year in 2021. Still, it is good that... Now, in July, they're just coming out and saying, letting us know that, you know, I believe their exact words were, we want to get the game in your hands as soon as possible so you can experience the unforgettable version of a haunted Tokyo that we've been hard at work building. At the same time, we're also focused on protecting the health of everyone at Tango. Our new release window will give us time to bring the world of Ghostwire to life as we've always envisioned it. I'm all for games being delayed so that they could be the best possible product that they can be especially when you're telling me that we're also delaying it just because we don't want to put added pressure onto our developers and that's totally expected and understandable especially with the past you know year and a half that we've had that being said i'd be lying if i said i wasn't a little bit bummed Because I really like Tango Gameworks. I think The Evil Within. Both the first and second one. Are underrated. And uh, I was super super. Looking forward to this game. Just based on the fact that I loved. Those two games before it. And this being something different from them. While still being you know. A horror-esque game. I am. bummed about this (laughs) i mean it's definitely going to be the right decision and it is the right decision just based on what they said but like i said i'd be lying if i said that i wasn't a little bit disappointed when this news came out because i was looking forward to it so much
1: you know i work in it and we always you always want to hit your project deadlines I i get that and at, you, we've seen so many of these announcements this year. Of like, hey, you know, we don't want to burn out the team. We want to keep their health in mind. Uh, give our, Just take our time and do this right. But I know somewhere back there that was an executive or someone on the leadership team that was just like, God damn it, it's not going to hit the date, is it? And they're just complaining, like, why is it delayed? There's that manager just back there. Why is it delayed? And everyone's like, because yeah. it's unfeasible. Yeah. Um, you know, I would just, like, love to... i just love to see, like, sit in that room and just be, like... When that decision is made to, like, delay a game, just, like, get more of the reasoning behind it. Because I, I do get, like... I, and this is more my, for my curiosity, because I do know... Um, I do know anything can delay a project one week, two weeks. Sometimes it's just, like, you just can't get everything done in time. Sometimes it's, like, a weird bug or a glitch or you didn't... Count, just, nobody accounted for this one random thing and I just like love to see what that is in the world of video games i just think we always see hey um this just you know when we put everything together and it didn't come together well like just more details on that like even like i think god of war uh the the reboot that they did on the ps4 like they said that axe mechanic came through at like in the final hours of like development uh yeah like you know, it's, it's things like that that always interest me to see, like, you know, what, what are they spending their time on? Like, um, I would love to get those details. But, you know, and I, uh, props to them. Uh, we have more than enough video games at the end of the day. Uh, right. I mean, like, look how big our backlogs are already. Uh, yeah. they're, 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 like, if a game gets to yeah. I know, late, nowadays, I, yeah. Oh,
0: I want to play yeah. this game so bad. And but, even though I'm, I was yeah. super excited and I am bummed, this is also the least surprising news just because we haven't seen... Anything on this game since? I feel like since it was originally announced and showed off. I mean, we might have seen it once since then, but when was the last time we got a, a gameplay trailer? When was have we actually got a full on game play trailer? I don't think you know? we have. Yeah. I think
1: we we got Ikumi Nakamura's, uh, as the article says, charming onstage presence, which like right. really projected this game into the stratosphere because everyone fell in love with yeah. her. Uh, but then she left the project. Uh, and then we got just like a, I think one or two teasers out of this, but nothing more that I can recall. Um, yeah,
0: and I and it's one of those things where I, I know the argument could be made. Well, you know they had um, Deathloop get delayed, and they were showing that off. They don't want to cannibalize, but these games are so different that I don't think that could be the case or would be the case. And so, you know, I. Yeah, I wasn't surprised at all when I saw this, but still still kind of bummed out.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, oh. next bit of news I want to get into is actually some Persona news. I know you love some Persona. Ooh, who doesn't love them uh, some Persona? So the 25th anniversary is this September, and the developer is teasing seven Persona-related project announcements. But that's all we know so far, right? Uh, and that the announcements are going to stretch out as far as autumn 2022 and the first announcement being revealed sometime this September. But we have no idea whether these announcements are about new games, merchandise, anime, spin-offs, you know, it could be anything. Especially considering that Persona already dips its hand in uh, a ton of things, not just games and, and merchandise, but even within games itself. We have the mainline persona games we had uh persona arena and then we had persona characters showing up in cross tag oh yeah I forgot there's about that. also the persona rhythm games which i Dancing? love the yeah persona 4 ones did you play and the 5 so one i haven't played the 5 one because i want to play 5 first okay and then we just got that persona 5 musou game right what was yes. that one called strikers Strikers, yes. I did, God and backlog. So, I know, I know. You know, like <laughs> I know. I need to just. I really need to just sit down and, and play through Persona Five and just dedicate the next like two weeks to just being that game.
1: There's also the Persona, the Persona Q games that they put out on the 3DS. Uh, Q1 and Q2, uh, with or Q was uh, Persona 3 and Persona Forecast, and then uh, Q2 added uh, three, four, and five. Uh, together in a story, they have the animes uh, they've done for four and five, uh, the yeah. movies I mean, they've done for three. Like there, like I this s- could be
0: literally anything, anything. <laughs> yeah. Right? I think yeah. it's worth mentioning, but it's also yeah. we could sit here and speculate on what it could be and what we want it to be, and <laughs> we could be completely wrong, completely miss the mark. Uh, All so, I, I uh, know is that hopefully we do get. And if I had to guess. It says that these announcements are going to stretch out till you know all, uh, next year, basically uh, next fall, twenty twenty two. My guess is, if at any time Persona Six is revealed, it'll be at that point and as the very last announcement.
1: Yeah, and, like I, I think what I hope is we see we'll see a PC release of Persona Three because that was rumored for quite some time, and we got the, uh, alongside the Persona Four PC release, so Golden came out. I'm curious what they do with three because there's I think three different versions of it. There was uh, the one with the female protagonist added to the PSP, which I think uh, think a lot of people really like with the changes there. But they also have like the FES update, which is added, um, like the epilogue to the game, uh, kind of like Golden and uh, Royal have done for four and five. What, do, but I, I think Kotaku uh, had the best headline. They're like, uh, Atlas remembers the Persona One and Two protagonists <laughs> are still are a, a thing, and uh, so like they're actually in that uh, the teaser image for the twenty fifth anniversary. So maybe we get some sort of re release for those, or maybe a remaster. Because I think it's been those games have not aged well. So I would really like to see, and be able to experience those in a new manner. But uh, I think. Ali, uh, who was on our E3 podcast, he texted me. Uh, he's like, when do you think Persona 6 will come out so I can set aside 225 hours of my life? Uh, and he's like, I bet it's before GTA 6. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I don't know about that. Persona likes to take its sweet time. <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, even if the Persona 6 is announced at the end of this, I would say it'll be a PS5, PS6 release. <laughs>
0: yeah i mean well i don't know about that but we'll see um all right next bit of news this was actually announced earlier today nickelodeon all-star brawl did you watch this trailer i have
1: not i just saw this and i was like i i will watch this live as we do this podcast and just see what this madness is
0: okay so i'm scrolling through twitter earlier today and i see ign post saying that they have an exclusive reveal later on in the day and this is what that reveal ended up being essentially it's a smash brothers clone starring nintendo uh characters uh
1: Nic- nickelodeon characters
0: Oh sorry yeah. yes nickelodeon characters um the well, they, characters they're they- digging deep Yeah, so the characters, and that's the one thing that did surprise me, right? Is that the characters that they have announced so far have been, or some of the characters are Nigel Thornberry from The Wild Thornberrys, Powdered Toast Man from Ren and Stimpy. There is uh, Lincoln and Lucy Loud from The Loud House, who I don't know what that is. Probably passed my time. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. I think I saw Patrick in the game. Yeah. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Danny Phantom, Zim... Helga from Hey Arnold, and Reptar. The one I'm most excited for is Oblina from Avril Monsters. Yeah. And so I saw that and I was like, oh, man, that's awesome. Then I watched the trailer and I don't love how the characters look yeah, it's... in the game. And this is also the same publisher behind those uh, Nintendo Kart Racer games. And those games are not good. I was going to say not great, but they're just not good. They're kind of bad. And so they're like borderline meh and bad. And so that tampered down my excitement quite a bit. If this game comes out and is a get, starts getting the reviews in the 6.5 to 7.5 range, I think I would pick this up and play this with my kids just to be able to play a smash like game on consoles that aren't just Nintendo and uh, and aren't just the switch and to have these characters, especially some of these characters, like, I mean, I grew up and watched Nigel, uh, watch the wild thornberries. I watched, ren and Stippy, that's probably like the earliest of the cartoons on here i watched rugrats i mean yeah. saw like every single season uh an episode of that original run and i loved 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 our ah, monsters and so this very much seems to be a play at kind of a all age range all age range right where like. You can get some of the people who are in their 30s like me who have the nostalgia for these older characters, but still get younger kids right now with the inclusion of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and SpongeBob and get those that are, you know, in between. So I, I, I'm really, really hoping <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that uh, this game is just has to be decent. Like, it just yeah. has to be. And the funny thing is, the one thing I did like about this trailer, once I watched it all the way through, I started to get over kind of how the character design was and how they looked. And started appreciating the maps. The maps in the game actually look like they could be fun. There's 20
1: Nickelodeon themed maps, according yeah, to this and, re-
0: and remind me a lot of kind of what you would see in Smash with different platforms, different levels. But also not being just like, hey, here's a map with three platforms with a different background right which is something that games of this ilk these licensed games would that's something that they would do right basically just have essentially the same map just with different backgrounds but it actually looks like there's some variety in the maps and you know while they only announced uh, you know a handful of characters they did say in the trailer itself and some even more surprises so i do anticipate uh hopefully this roster being a fairly uh big one i mean they have so many properties that they could choose from at the end of the day gameplay is king so we'll see what actually happens on on that front but i'm tentatively excited but not optimistic if that makes sense
1: it looks like it has just enough effort put into it like it's not a simple crap cash you know
0: you know what it is you know what the visuals remind me of the visuals remind me of a mobile game I think that's what bothers okay. me. There's something about the character design and the roundness to everybody in it that feels like something out of a mobile game. Yeah.
1: So um, they're saying this fall for PS4, PS5, Xbox, and Series the Series X and S, um, and Switch, and Switch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I all I'm imagining is an alternate universe where nickelodeon is doing directs <laughs> and they have to be like <laughs> the, 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 it's just like people like uh, people like hey we're, not, and we're announcing our new shows there will be no all-star brawl announcements character dlc announcements made yeah you get people in the comments going like we want and pnp so your shorts <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah like, the live action
0: just, properties
1: yeah just like digging deeper and deeper into nickelodeon's past like, cat dog, we want cat dog.
0: <laughs> I actually saw in my, like, recommended for you, like, uh, when you go to the trending on Twitter, that Aang was uh, trending. Ooh. And it's because of this announcement and people hoping that we get some last airbenders. I mean, there really are so many properties they could pull from that... I, I feel think like, that's what gets me kind of excited about this. It gets you excited I know I'm going to be disappointed. It, I, wish,
1: I wish they... I wish they had chosen a better art style. Like, I'm with you on that boat. Like, It's the same
0: art style they use in the kart racer. That's the problem. And so it's one of those things where what these type of games actually do is they make you appreciate just how good Nintendo is when Nintendo is good. Yeah. Like, there still is not a kart racer out there that, in the recent years, feels as good as what Mario Kart uh, does and how good mario kart feels there are very few platform fighters out there period let alone ones that feel as good as smash i happen to like brawlhalla but mm. i think that's like the only other one that is even worth talking about
1: there needs like I, I would love to see like a dlc roadmap and then like at the end of it i just want to see like violet from fire Emblem. <laughs> just like everyone be like no not another sword character from oh, fire Emblem.
0: <laughs> uh, it's, pure, it's pure mayhem Alright, so if as if that announcement isn't weird enough This next story and bit of news is the weirdest thing I've heard in this past week uh, Did you read about this and hear about this prior to us pulling this up? Which one? The Lost Judgment issue
1: Yeah, so I woke up to this uh, news Yesterday well, it was yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. I yeah. woke up, uh, yeah, because I got up at 6 a.m. for work, which is something no one should ever have to do again, because uh, <laughs> uh, commuting sucks. Uh, and I, it was the first thing I saw on my phone, and I was like, what do you mean last ju- uh, that ju- the Judgment series is coming to an end and it's over a PC version? Th- this is weird, but I think it paints a great picture of like how much power uh, Japanese talent agencies have. Uh, so what this, what this all um, is around is Judgment Star is a famous uh, Japanese celebrity, uh, Takuya Kimura. They use his likeness, they use his image um, uh, in the games. This is the character that you're playing as, uh, and he's big. He he's one of Japan's biggest stars, but he his talent agency um, does not. Like, it says... What's the quote here? Because those on the side of the game developer and those on the side of uh, Kimura's talent agency, Johnny's... uh, uh, Side of Johnny's are said to uh, have... Unable to reach an agreement regarding the platforms to sell the game. And this is, like, strictly about PC. It's not about consoles or anything. Um, And, and, like, if you look on Lost Judgment's... website there's like a steam logo there and when uh they uh one pc gamer followed up with uh Sega on it they said hey there's no announcement yet about bringing it to pc so there just there seemed to be some like a squabble around uh if pc was happening or not i guess this is the story behind it about his talent agency is just not okay with releasing the game on pc because it leak out his image and whatnot and they don't have control of that this is a talent agency that doesn't even release their images to online media like they don't like only to print and uh, things like that and so they're very controlling over uh anything around those that have signed with them it, to the point that like uh, kimura was part of a boy band um uh, when he was younger and and he had to strike a deal with the talent agency to even announce that he had marriage and had kids. Like he was married and had kids like that. Those weren't kept secret in the past. Cause like in, in Japan, like idol culture, like you can't have a boyfriend. Like if you're found to like hanging out with a dude or dating a guy, like you have to go out and apologize. Cause it could ruin your career. Cause it ruins that image of you. So I just find it nuts that like, we might see the end of the series over what essentially is a talent agency that holds too much power. It seems like Kimura is uh, willing to... He wants to work. He wants to come to an agreement with Sega on this, but I think it's just a talent agency with just too much power uh, that doesn't want to, for whatever reason, is living in some uh, cyberpunk, terrible future of like what actually happens on the
0: PC. Yeah. No, I mean... This story is nuts, right? It, it, like It is. It, it, it just shows, like you said, how the culture over there is and how, you know, they're treated. I mean, I, the people under the label aren't allowed to have social media. They literally control every single aspect of their artist's image and essentially their life. Uh now, imagine, because like, like you said, because the, he is such a big deal, he was able to actually announce that he was married and stuff like that. But yeah. I'm interested in seeing if it also seems crazy to me that that Sega would choose to just end the franchise based on the one actor and not instead just do some sort of, you know, judgment spinoff with a different character, different protagonist and go from there.
1: So I think that's what's going to happen if they can't come to an agreement. I think they'll just do another off in the Yakuza verse. Like, they'll end the story with this character. Um, I guess with Lost Judgment, but past that, uh, who like who knows? Maybe bring in like I mean they brought in Ichiban. They nailed it with him. Like Yakuza like a Dragon is amazing. They had that skill to do it. I mean Judgment seemed to be a solid success for them as well. But one of the things that I don't discredit Sega for is, like, they want that PC market. Oh, I didn't add it in the news stories, but uh, I saw this pop up on Resetera. But, like, Monster Hunter Stories 2 Wings of Ruin for Capcom on Steam hit over um, 30,000 concurrent users uh, on day one. Which broke the record set by Persona 4 Golden, which was twenty nine thousand. So like, there's some a market JRPG. there, yeah, for JRPG, um, which is nuts. Which is like, so there's a giant market like that Sega definitely does want to tap into uh, that they're not able to, and I don't blame them if like, if this is a holdup that's possibly stopping them from earning millions. Um, like it, I don't know if it's worth canceling the series over, but i get it at the end of the day because like if you're trying to build a franchise around this one actor and and you can't do it i don't so that
0: i think that's the problem i'm having is i don't understand why you feel the need to build the franchise over this one actor i mean look what they did with yakuza right i mean nine seven yakuza games nine Yakuza, whatever whatever the total actual number seven yakuza games with one you know protagonist and this one through line and then you introduce this new gameplay mechanic right or a gameplay loop a a new protagonist new character and by all accounts it's super well received right yeah they could easily go ahead and introduce a a different character and use different talent to reach the same results and don't get me wrong i haven't played judgment so I can't say whether or not this guy is the best actor to ever do it. Yeah. But I don't know how if you have the if you have the name as far as the the franchise, the series is concerned, right? If judgment is your next big thing in the vein of Yakuza and is your action yeah brawler rpg or whatever you want to call it i don't know how you just give that up and not try to spin that off how you just end I, that franchise i i, so, I agree with and you again on, yeah and yeah. again this is just these, these are reports right yeah these aren't like confirmations it, nothing has mm-hmm. been announced yet and so um
1: yeah, it, it, so we don't I, know what's gonna happen, but I really, hope I just, it's I, not, I can't,
0: but... I can't see them. I really can't see them ending the the franchise the series. I mean, I mean, like,
1: this. I mean, like, you don't even. Fine, if you can't do PC releases, maybe don't make them as big budget, uh, in hopes of like bringing in those extra bucks. But like, yeah, just... you can still do like, Dude, these games are, aren't like short either. Like the Yakuza yeah. games go long. I know Judgment can be done played through in 2020 between 20 to 30 hours like if you're just beating through the main story but like there's still a lot there so maybe like tone down on some of that stuff and just work on a smaller story more story heavy release and that's fine too
0: (laughs) yeah but i mean yeah not for nothing we've only had one game in this series yes we're getting the a second one Ichiban but, is family.
1: <laughs> For me, if they were like we're not continuing with Ichiban, I would be like devastated. <laughs> but I need to play more Judgment and, to see if uh, like, you know what. Yeah,
0: gamers are yeah. the problem. I realize. I realize gamers yeah. are the problem. I realize fans of <laughs> of uh, Yakuza and Judgment they're the problem. This is why something like okay, this but- would actually get ended, because you're right. People would be up in arms. And lose their minds for no reason but you remember
1: when there was like that three month breakup between Marvel and Sony over Tom Holland and we lost spider-man
0: do you remember yeah but that's a totally different do you remember when they changed the voice of Solid Snake and people still love that game yeah there was a whole bunch of hubbub and stuff like that but people still love that game even though i don't think it's very good but it's not because of the voice actor you know so i just feel like it's a it's not at the end of the day if the agency is gonna have this much control and so you're saying this much it's just not worth it continue the series and cast somebody else let's So what you're
1: saying is you do a you do an Iron Man 2 and you just cast Don Cheadle as uh, Takuya Kimura's uh, uh, stand-in or like replacement. And it's just, it's like, it, it is what it is. I'm here. Let's let's get on with it.
0: You don't, uh, what I'm saying is you don't <laughs> need to continue it with this character. Yeah. is what I'm saying. You can yeah, easily I, find I, a way to spin it off and have it still kind of relate to that character in some way. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Kill him off, off screen. Don't show it, and then have somebody close to him doing the detective work or whatever. Yeah. Or just go to a different go to done. a different
1: go to a different city. You know, like they've done it. Right. They've done it. They have a right. good track record of all these characters. Uh, I, I I think Saga can find a way.
0: If, yeah. I mean, uh, this whole thing is nuts. and, and granted, uh, once again, we're all talking about something that hasn't been announced, yeah. and we don't know if they're gonna work it out. If there's gonna continue to be or maybe sega will just take the hit and say okay we'll just keep it on console but i don't know this is nuts that's all i want to get into it a (laughs) little bit because it's just it's so crazy
1: it is crazy johnny and associates had in the past refused to allow photos of its talents from press conferences to be published online as it has since kept all of its artists from using social media they can't even Mm -hmm. use social media
0: yeah that's what i was saying earlier. <sighs> but Night- anyway, scenario. Let's go ahead and get into our last story. I added one
1: more in there while
0: well, you aren't looking. Okay, no, well, that's not, What are you doing? <laughs> Who cares? I do. Okay, but we'll go through. Okay, into our okay last well, one. no, no, we're gonna, we're gonna, no, we're gonna, okay. we're gonna talk about that one that you added real quick. So okay. that we can get it out of the way. Um, all right, this is. Go ahead. Why don't you? Why don't you talk about it?
1: All right, so. As of last week, there are no more digital copies of Final Fantasy XIV available because the the game has seen a dramatic increase in uh, new players. Uh, they've said uh, the pre-orders for Endwalker have been up like 180%. There's an influx of new players, and a lot of this is due to some of the biggest WoW streamers uh being fed up with the game, with the latest expansion, the direction the game is going, uh, the direction World of Warcraft uh, story has just like been terribly paying off. Uh, that people have been flocking to Final Fantasy 14, and with that came uh one of uh, Twitch streamer Asmongold, I think that's how you pronounce it, who announced like he's uh, switching over to Final Fantasy 14, which with along with that came an influx of new players. And so in order to get a key into Final Fantasy XIV now, you have to get on a wait list and be alerted when it becomes available. Uh, and Square Enix themselves have even said they have to figure out how to get their servers ready for an influx of new players when Endwalker does release because it, uh, they expect the servers to be just slammed. Even yesterday when I tried signing on uh in the middle of the afternoon i had like to wait about five minutes to get into my world queue (laughs) um i think it's
0: you know you talked about an mmo rob this is the one No hard pass hard Hard pass pass. hard pass yeah no zero literally zero interest there's nothing about final fantasy 14 i don't care how much people talk about how good it is now there's nothing about the look of final fantasy 14 (sighs) there's nothing about i just listen do not care about Final Fantasy in general. Oh I'll, I'll play some of these games and stuff like that, but there's nothing about this that interests me or makes me want to give it a shot. It's Zero. so
1: good. It's so good. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I think, like, a big part of it was that the base game and uh, the first expansion, Heaven's Word, have been free uh, up to level 60 with unlimited playtime. That's brought in more and more players. Um, yeah, but I, I think it's re- interesting to note that, like, WoW's time at the top is... It looks like it's finally coming to an end. It's a big change in the landscape for MMOs.
0: So I know that this... Because I was reading... I didn't read this story that you have pulled up right now. But I did read about the digital copy selling out. So that digital copy was the copy that included the base game and all the expansions. Mm -hmm. That's what you could buy, the complete edition. Can you just not get into... It at all, if you started a new account right now, just even if you weren't trying to get that, I've heard if people, just trying to get into Final Fantasy 14. I,
1: I think, I think new character creation is also uh, halted right now as well, just because they're just trying to figure out how to get so many people on. Uh, like, cause on Steam, like the game broke records and it had 58,000 concurrent players, and that's Steam alone, that's not yeah, the right. Mog Station launcher, and that doesn't include consoles either. So, um, I can only imagine what the concurrent players are at once but it also makes me wonder it's how many people are are actually playing at once because um, i know they last i think at the end of last year they said 20 they had 22 million people subscribed to the game so i wonder what the concurrent t- tends to be when it's near its peak
0: so it's so funny to me that there is this like mass exodus over into final fantasy 14 and you had mentioned that the article points to asmond gold actually being a factor because he had streamed his start of playing yeah. final fantasy 14 and the funny thing is that when he went over to there there was all this all these people these final fantasy 14 players talking about how they can't let him come over and how he doesn't belong in this community. And they were actively stream sniping him in his uh, realm or server or whatever it is that they, I do he calls it, yeah. and trying to ruin his experience. And so, I mean, I guess it speaks to the fact that you said it is uh, a good game and a fun time, that he continued to be a good sport about it and continues to go back for more.
1: Yeah. It's the thing I liked about it was like it is a mostly solo experience. There are times where you have to like use a dungeon finder for a story purpose and you get team, you'll get teamed like a tank or DPS. I play a healer. Um, and so I just go in like people would explain to take their time. They walk you through it. Uh, you have any questions. It's a great community. And so I think the fear is that if you get big streamers coming over from WoW uh, that there's talks toxicity that people don't want to so to over. avoid toxicity
0: yeah. you just end up being toxic yourself
1: yeah exactly so you know the age old uh,
0: batman problem <laughs> yeah right no i like i said i want nothing to do with that game i am looking for an mmo it's not going to be that one so it's
1: the only one we're trying
0: <laughs> no i downloaded uh pso2 new genesis I want to give that I, a shot. On Xbox? Yeah. Okay.
1: Tell me if you think it's absolutely ugly because when I or and the, or how what well, you think of the performance? Cuz I tried it and I was like I switched it to performance mode. I was like, okay, it runs smooth, but why does this game look terrible? And then I switched it to resolution and I was like, it still looks terrible and it runs even worse. So I don't know what's happening.
0: All right. uh, I'll let you know if I ever yeah. actually boot it up. Yeah. Last bit of news.
1: I tried it for like five, for like maybe like 50 minutes or so, and I was like, no, waste of space.
0: Last bit of news. Jason Schreier of Bloomberg broke that Ubisoft plans Assassin's Creed live online game service. So, what was the other game we had talked about recently? Oh, Grand Theft Auto 6, right? That's the one that's supposed to have a Fortnite like
1: evolving map yeah evolving yeah, map structure for my city
0: and it seems assassin's creed is going to go the same way we're kind of doing a semi games as service and actually they went ahead and confirmed shortly after uh jason shire published his article that yes they are do have plans to do um a, Alive. a live yeah a yeah. live platform game and that uh it is code codename, has created Infinity, right? I believe they confirmed the codename. Yeah. The thing is, they didn't give much more information uh, after that. It, and Jay Strat's report itself says that Infinity will contain multiple settings with room to expand to others in the months and years following its debut. I mean, this makes a ton of sense considering that the crux of that game, that whole franchise, is that you are in the Animus, yeah. right? You're essentially booting up a VR program. So the idea that you could introduce different timelines and historical settings as long as you remain true to the fact that it continues to be a game about historical settings. I mean, I mean, there's nothing a- in the lore that makes this not possible, right? I mean,
1: the reason you play through somebody's history was because you couldn't access that memory down the road so it's like somebody finally was like you know what let's fix the animus and maybe maybe allow you to just jump around however you want um like in someone's memories because it sounds like you can visit different locales different um different storylines that they'll be adding yeah, on to s- it
0: i think i think of it more of not being able to jump around between different like points in somebody's history necessarily, mm-hmm. but just being able to jump through different people's histories, right? Cause yeah. most of the, all up to this point, the games have exactly. all focused on, you know, one line, mm-hmm. uh, that being said, as long, I mean, we still really don't know what this is going to be in practice. I mean, I'm excited for an Assassin's Creed game that lets me jump to different points in history, mm-hmm. but if every single one of those points is going to be an 80-hour game, then no, no thanks. I, you know, I it, that's not it, what I'm looking for. If you if you give me if you give me an Assassin's Creed Infinity, and you have whatever your The theme is throughout that ties all this together. But each of these, like, history lines are and settings are 25 hours, right? Even if you give me at launch a, a, once again, a 75 hour game, an 80 hour game, but it's broken up into what are essentially um, historical arcs that are each 25 hours, you know? I would much prefer something like that because then I can do them one at a time i don't have, I feel like i have to get it all done at the same time if that makes any sense right like i can bounce in and bounce out and then you can release stuff every you know four months six months whatever or six months like, yeah yeah right whatever it is that you want to do and keep people coming back to it i think the question i have is games like these games like this that are these live services that are these evolving maps. Like it's so weird that that things keep referencing Fortnite because obviously this isn't gonna be an evolving map the same way that is. It really is just wanting to have a long tail in it. But all the one thing that all those games rely on, even GTA five is it relies on microtransactions, right? And so what is the revenue hook for a game like Assassin's Creed, if you continue to have it be a single player focused game.
1: I, I mean, so uh, I, as you're talking, I was trying to think uh, think that thing very through. Um, and you can see the groundwork they've been doing. If you look, look compared to Destiny, like you have armor pieces that you get throughout the game. You have a power scale that increases as you go by enemies that scale with level or, or different difficulties even if you did it similar to destiny where it's just like you have a map, like the, the, I think it was called the director in destiny where you pull that up and you choose a planet you go there and you can just choose a different area and just zoom right in. Like they built that foundation. Like they've have all these assets, highly detailed uh, across all, all these games where they, so like those locations are ready. Yeah. But, but, and they had the microtransactions, I think in, it's mostly like cosmetic. So I, Maybe so do you, a... think,
0: do you think the play is that, because actually Destiny is a good point, Yeah. maybe there are some cosmetics, but it's not the main source of revenue necessarily. It is a thing where they continue to release expansions, and what they really want to do is the play is that you build this foundation and this platform, and then your development costs are lowered because you have it running for three, four years and you just keep adding on to that platform. I mean they essentially do that now over the course of two years with these games, yeah. right? They continue to add DLC. I don't but, I, I just I don't I just don't know how they make this work and make it different than from a revenue perspective. Yeah. Um than yeah, what you, it is that they're already doing.
1: But they must have some sort of idea if they can
0: also it out this way right like, I, I mean i, I agree I, with you but what's I, hold on real quick what's the point of cosmetics right in a single player focus game
1: yeah so you're saying we're gonna get a raid <laughs> <laughs> like i, I, I imagine I, imagine there will be there, there I, and like what's what's the hook that brings people in week to week what are what, what will players be doing is it and like they need, you need a narrative at the end. I think at the end of the day, to at least make it interesting, or like are you building a town? Is there some sort of builder that they add in, um, like something like um, grounded, where you can just start crafting and building better armor? Or you could do quests and stuff for resources. I mean, maybe there is something there, but I have to see. I. I, I'm not sure what it is. I would I wouldn't mind if it was just like a central hub to capture all their areas. Like imagine playing a new assassin that like you go to you know, you go to uh Ireland, you know, you use the DLC areas from Valhalla and then you swing in all the way over to Egypt and maybe it's an updated map of what
0: origins had. Like like I mean, it makes sense yeah. to do this in the sense that from a lore perspective, it's it's easy to just have your outside the animus main characters going through these different timelines and these historical settings. And if it, it really is just a way, I just, I don't know, I just can't see how this actually in practice, if it continues to just be a single player game and granted there's not a ton of details in this report. And it does say that the game itself is uh, a few years away.
1: Yeah. The one thing it does four or five by sounds of it.
0: Yeah. The one thing it does mention is that, um, if any will contain multiple settings with room to expand to others in the months and years following its debut, individual games on the platform might look and feel different, but they will all be connected. So it's easy to connect them all in the, in the way that for the, because Assassin's Creed as a whole has that through line still of the modern day stuff. So all you have to do is, like I said, have those modern day characters hop into a different setting, which is what they're essentially doing now with the separate releases. I just feel like there has to be something else that's not being reported here to, you know, actually make this make sense the other thing here is that there is mention of an organizational change and so instead of being centered on studios and switching from studio to studio especially considering that everybody has their hands on these games anyway at ubisoft that's just how they work that it focuses on individual employees right so that even if people do move around ubisoft and are on different teams that they're the ones that remain as like the assassin's creed people you know and so there be that becomes some cohesion between the games even if they look and play a little bit different i just i just don't understand why why to do it and maybe yeah. i just don't that's not a decision for someone like me to make That's why i don't have a job as a creative director it's why i don't i'm not the head of a not a publisher but, but
1: but i'm with you like not everything needs to be a live service game it, like right at the end of the day I what is everyone, it what's everyone, yeah everyone is asking for shorter assassin's creed games with less yeah. fluff in it and yep. then they're like what if we put more assassin's creed in your assassin's
0: yeah. creed <laughs> what if like, we just like, give like, you one assassin's creed to continue to stuff yeah. it as much as we can
1: like like i love myself some assassin's creed I thought switching the two years made it much more manageable, but even even the thought of playing Valhalla is so crippling because I know how long that game is and how much there is yeah. to do, and like yeah. I, I just freeze. I'm just like, mm, no, I don't have the time, no. and I never will. <laughs> exactly. um, for
0: me, it was I played in, all, through all of Origins. Yeah, I never finished Odyssey, even though I had the two years off. I never finished Odyssey and got burnt out about halfway through, probably, yeah. and I finished Valhalla the idea of in a year playing another one at 80 hours like i i i don't know but I mean, if they it, were to say release one that is 30 hours long and then or 25 and then 6 months later release one that's 25 and that's the tact they use to kind of keep people engaged maybe that is why they do something like that right see that yeah. starts to make sense for me where instead of giving people this overwhelming 80 hours we, we, you people like you and i and we're not the only ones i mean yeah I, I listen to a ton of video game podcasts and it is the same thing that people are kind of overwhelmed with the size of these games and, and did they release it's not these, just like ex-
1: giant DLCs after yes. that. I'm like I'm that I like I love these games but I never touch yeah. the DLCs. Even There's if nothing... if they have a effect on the lore. Like I I just it's just it's too much. There's I have other yes. stuff I want to play.
0: <laughs> There's nothing wrong with releasing a game that people can spend hundreds of hours yeah. in. Right? There is something wrong in my opinion with releasing a game every two years in a franchise that requires people t- that requires you to spend almost a hundred hours in just to get through the main story and just to get to the end of of it not including all the extra stuff you could do so i do think that if they if this is a way for them to respond to the fact that people do want these smaller experiences i mean i would play i would play an assassin's creed game every six months right an open world assassin's creed every six months where the setting changes and I can mainline it in 20 hours in 25 hours, like absolutely. Right. And guess what? You get my $60 for $70, you know, whatever the price ends up being, you get my $60, $70. I'm happy. Right. And again, give me the option to spend a hundred hours in the game if I want. Yeah. But don't require me to spend that time. If you say, Hey, if you just straight up mainline it, you can get through this in 25, 30 hours. I will play one of these every six months because I love this franchise, Mm -hmm. but I can't continue to play this 85 hour game every two years. That's the difference. And so if that's what this ends up being is something like that, where it is smaller games released more often as part of this live online game service that I can get behind and that makes sense for me to me. And it makes sense from a business perspective as in it keeps people talking about Assassin's Creed constantly, you know, yeah. not just in the sense of, oh, there's a new DLC coming out. Cause even if DLCs are great, they don't get the same kind of hype that a full on destiny expansion gets that a full on game release gets. And, and so like, I, 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 if I think, they, yeah, uh, go ahead.
1: I, I think where Assassin's Creed could excel like over what something like a destiny is it's like it's easier to pick up an assassin's creed game and get right back into it because you don't have to deal with all these bs systems yeah, they're right. very familiar from game to game and so it's like yeah. if i play an expansion and i decide to come back a year later and then i'm like okay where do i pick up like okay this is where i left off in the story like if they can if they can make that through line nice and simple great because that would make my life Easier because, like you said with Destiny earlier, it's impossible to figure out where to come back in on that. And so, whatever they build here, I think if they can keep a single player focus in mind, um, they can really deliver on uh, something
0: strong at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's not to say that I'm opposed to them also doing some sort of multiplayer thing down the road. I think they're. I'm a you know, multiplayer. Yeah, I mean, I think if you come up with something, you can come up with something that's good in that world. That's fun. Um, I think you could do something actually similar to, oh, what's the game? The Robin Hood game. Oh, uh, Hood and Outlaws? Yes. You could do a mode slimmer to that in the Assassin's Creed universe and franchise, or, or a spin on that, and have it instantly be more fun just because it is in different historical settings. And I think just the gameplay mechanics of Assassin's Creed are just better than, than the gameplay mechanics in Hood. So, I'm excited to see what comes out. You can tell that I'm passionate about Assassin's Creed and I yeah. actually was interested in this story because one, I feel like I just talked and let my didn't give my brain a chance to catch up. But also for those watching the live stream, you can also see I adjusted my mic like eight million times. I like <laughs> moved it closer to my mouth and pulled it away and like was all <laughs> over the place during yeah, eight, that particular. Eight, eight, but you're New right.
1: Story. Yeah, you're like you're right about the burnout though, because I I think back to the franchise like I played through from one all the way through three with all like the two expansions. I got to Black Flag and Unity, and I was like, no, I'm done. Uh, and I jumped back in with Origins, and 100 percent of that, 100 percent of Odyssey, uh, Valhalla. Just I, I just I just can't find it in me to. Fire it back up. Uh, it, not that I'm burnt out in the formula; it's just it's just too much at times. And, and maybe like this is something like the Persona games gets right, like there once a generation type thing outside yeah, of their right. uh, like royal or golden version. But like if you know there's are coming in, you're patient enough, you can just wait for that. But like you could do that like every once a decade, you know. <laughs> like you're know, like I I can uh, set my uh, standards for that. But like with Assassin's Creed, there's nothing else on its scale. And delivers it in the way it does. And so it makes it a bit exhausting when over the course of 10 years, you probably spend like 500 hours in an Assassin's Creed yeah. world.
0: And again, there's a difference between something being a great value the way that Skyrim is, the way that some people play Fallout, you know, and being overbearing and just being. Uh, Too intimidating and that's where the Assassin's Creed games have gotten is that they are just way too intimidating at this point I mean, I continue to play them and I do love that franchise and I think the move to Slightly smaller releases and if this is a way that that is facilitated then then I'm all for it Needless to say I'm excited to actually get more concrete news on this and so
1: is there any, like I don't even know what they're doing with the modern day storyline anymore uh after Valhalla but is there even anything there to set up for something because I, I feel like they burnt all that Desmond storyline to handle that in the Dude, comics
0: you you haven't finished Valhalla no I have not okay that game is nuts the modern day modern day <sighs> like it's nuts part of me just wants to just like wiki it
1: or just watch a youtube video of like what happened I'm, I'm not listen
0: i'm not going to talk about it when that game come out almost a year ago
1: no was, no ago. it was in november it
0: Was it November november october because that game came out before the consoles released i thought like mm. the week before
1: let's see AC Hello.
0: um yeah i'm not gonna spoil anything here the november. i mean some some people started playing that day one and still haven't finished it because that's how long those yeah. games are but <sighs> I think that there are plenty of things that they could do going forward yes okay that's all I will say that game is nuts that game right. the modern day stuff in that game in particular is is nuts um, do, does the expansion touch any I, of the modern day stuff I or don't is know it... but
1: I know I know Odysseys did with the Atlantis stuff. yeah
0: like, it did I missed all that I, stuff
1: i it, what do you was it important like should i catch yeah. a recap of it okay
0: yes i had to because okay. i didn't understand what was going on at all with layla god damn it okay did you start about you haven't even started I
1: I, I I started it uh i'm still in the very beginning of it oh so you um, haven't
0: I, gotten to the modern day yet yeah yet. No, no. that that okay.
1: I, i'm looking at the how long to beat it says
0: 55 hours <sighs> maybe maybe Bro, this that is. that is a like you have to pit it on the easiest setting in my opinion and just burn. Get, yeah you know just what burn. I, I, just mainline it cuz if you put I, it on the easiest I, setting you can just mainline it
1: yeah i I, th- um, I think i think that might be the right move here just i don't need a challenge i've done i've played these games before i, yeah. I just, i'm in it for the story at this point yeah um the yeah maybe as i become more of a dad in the coming days <laughs> um it's just like it's more about experiencing the story than it is about the right.
0: challenge uh under. no I do that sometimes too man don't worry about it I'm looking there are at times aug- where I'll get like 30 hours 40 hours into the game and then just be like alright I'm dropping this down so I can finish it off
1: yeah I'm just looking at August to see like maybe this is something I can burn through in August because now you got me pumped <laughs> uh, outside of 12 right. minutes and Kenna I don't see anything uh, well you like no more heroes 3
0: so you'll do that
1: yeah I think that does it for today <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right oh, yeah because we'll this conversation <laughs> off podcast yeah but anyway yeah that wraps it up for today Bilal why don't you go ahead and get into where people can follow you and follow the site
1: yeah you guys can follow me at Bilal underscore Meon on twitter on uh, night mystic on, over at twitch and you guys can always f- uh find everything work print related at theworkprint.com uh we have some great articles going up from our writers we also uh you know have streams uh on twitch.tv slash the work print and you can always follow the work print over at face on facebook twitter instagram at the facebook uh not face at the work print um, <laughs> at yes. the facebook at the facebook yes justin timberlake yeah. come tell me that's a bad idea yeah. um so yeah uh, that's where you can find us what about you rob uh
0: it's so funny man before we mentioned it earlier before this podcast started i had like I was so tired. I had, like, no energy. And now I want to fight somebody after talking about Assassin's Creed for <laughs> I, I, I don't know what I, it like, is. It just got me really, really hyped. I, I,
1: I, I just want to play video games again. It's been, like, it's only been a week, and I know how silly that sounds. But, like, I just yeah. want to play video game. Yeah.
0: That being said, you can watch me play video games over at Twitch.tv/sunnyvice20 s u n n y v i c e two zero, and while my focus is right now mostly streaming over at the WorkPrints Twitch, I do pop on there every once in a while, especially if I'm playing something with my one of my kids. You can also follow me on social media at sunnyvice20, uh, Twitter, Instagram. I. We'll probably be streaming something either Thursday or Friday over at the work print. I will not be streaming tomorrow because it's my 14 year anniversary tomorrow. Ooh, 14 actually. years. Yes. I've been married for 14 years as of tomorrow and it's been the best 14 years of my life. I'm not sure if my wife is actually watching tonight, but I love you. You're the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, anyway, until I- next time, no we'll have, what's up what's up i
1: was, I was gonna say i I'm actually planning on streaming this week uh now that i have time and no, nowhere to go so uh, you, just keep an eye out on the switch stream and the socials uh, you'll uh, hear more from me uh on what we got planned all
0: right until next time uh-huh. bye-bye bye-bye